So what happened is that we did not know some of the information was come was going to come to us very late in the process of booking the wedding. And what happened is that <laughs> we are on Thursday and I call the bride and groom and ask them, "Hey, are we still on Saturday? Yes, is everything okay? Absolutely okay. So now I know the groom is coming from somewhere in Nairobi, but the bride we had said is coming from somewhere in Garden Estate, and I'm told, no, that's not true. The bride will come from their home. And their home is somewhere in central Kenya. From Nairobi, the wedding is happening in Nairobi. The wedding is in the, the bride's place in central Kenya. From Nairobi to the bride's home is two and a half kilometer. It's two and a half hours drive. And that you're driving at 110 is two and a half hours. And then you have to come back again to Nairobi so that you can have the ceremony. So now it's on Thursday and I have to think about how do we go to central Kenya on Saturday morning and then the bride tells us we have to be at our house at 6 <laughs> so when we do reverse mathematics is that we have to leave at our house at 3.30 by that time we are not driving we are living somewhere in Kiambu so the only solution was we have to go spend in their vicinity then she tells us we don't have a place for you to sleep in our house you have been you are being told about that on thursday so thank god i did not ask on friday because i did not i could not have a plan on thursday i'm told that the venue has changed from somewhere in Nairobi to the bride's home in in where in, in central kenya and we have to travel and we can we have to be at the bride's place at six and we do not have a place we can stay or sleep in the bride's house so we have to look for our own accommodation and look for our own transport because they have already paid twenty-five thousand shillings they cannot add more money for us and so what happened is that i had to call my cousin my cousin god bless you he gave me one of his vehicles and he told me to fuel it so i borrowed the vehicle went with it at home the following day Eric and I drive all the way to central Kenya and we went somewhere near the bride's home. We had to look for accommodation. We prayed a hotel, I think 3000 Bob. So we slept in the same bed. Then the following day at five, we woke up and we headed to the bride's home. So on getting to the bride's home, she was not even prepared. We got there at six. We it was not even prepared. We have to wait there. We are not even taking breakfast because even the room we paid was not bed and breakfast it was just bed. So we go and there was no even. Uh, she was not prepared. We had to wait there at least we will have some tea and snacks or breakfast rather. And we started taking pictures. <clears throat> now on the flip side, there is some information we had not been given about the wedding, and this is what happened. That according to the culture of the people in, in, in the central region, the parents to the groom and the groom have to travel all the way to the groom's bride's home so they can be handed over the bride. 
So remember, the bride is two and a half hours away from Nairobi. That's where her home is. The parents of the groom had to travel seven hours from the groom's home, come the previous day on Friday, then they have to wake up in the morning and get to the groom's at around seven. So they had, they were leaving, the, the groom was leaving his house at around 5 a.m. These two guys I have hired so that they can be able to take the pictures of the bride and groom dressing. They had to get there at three. So guys, how realistic is it for you photographers? How realistic and videographers, how realistic is it that you wake up in the morning at 2 a.m. so that you can get to the groom's place at 3 a.m. because they are leaving at 4? It's not realistic. It's not realistic. But that information I had not been given prior. I knew about that that morning. So by the time my two friends are calling me, asking me where is the groom, the groom is with me in central Kenya. They have already driven. And the groom is asking me questions. Hey, your photographers did not come. And I'm asking him back. Hey, you left your house at four. The photographers are supposed to be where you are at around six. So they could not come in the morning at three. It's impossible. And they said, Jonathan, that's why we paid you for it. And since now it is not good manners to kujibizan on a client, I just keep quiet. But then again, I say, this is not their fault. It's my fault. Why? I did not have the due diligence. I did not do the due diligence to get all the information I needed from the client. Because if I knew, if I did, I could have known that the bride is not coming somewhere in the Nairobi vicinity. She's coming all the way from central Kenya. I could have known that also the groom has a plan of going all the way to the groom's because all we are to the bride's home in central kenya and all i could have done is that we could have made arrangements that the preparation pictures of the groom would be have done in the bride's area and that's what we did not know and at the end of the day there was so much anger from the groom that we did not take preparation pictures and not because <laughs> we did not want to but there was no information some of the information I was knowing that morning. Some of the information I was getting surprised. Oh my God. Kumbe, this is how it's going on. Yes. Because to me, I did not know that the, bride, the groom was supposed to come all the way to the bride's home. Two and a half hours drive to come to the groom's, to the bride's, so that she, he can be handed over the bride. And that lesson I learned so hard. And right now I learn how to ask for information. Like I ask you, hey, where is your bride coming from? Where are you coming from as the groom? Where are the parents coming from? Where is the photo shoot? Where is the reception? Where is the ceremony venue? Is there any other place you are going after that? In fact, what we do is that we have a questionnaire. And this questionnaire we send to the client so that they can give us all the information we need. Now, all the information I have said that you ask the, the client is in this questionnaire. And because you have listened to this podcast, I'm going to give you this questionnaire template for free. All you need to do is you need to go down below, click on the uh, link in the description below. It will lead you to a place where you will download the questionnaire for free. This questionnaire will help you ask all the questions that you need to ask about 
the wedding day or maybe it's a portrait but this specific one is for weddings where 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 the groom is coming from and all those questions that i have earlier stated why because you do not want to be in a place where you're not informed about every day about the wedding every location every place that the bride and groom will be because they are hiring you to cover that event for you so what you need to do is that you need to be a very good information seeker and that questionnaire will really help you to do that so that's the story of how i really suffered from not getting as much information um i really it costed me a lot and it costed the client a lot and i don't want you to repeat that mistake again get all the information you need all the information you need to make the decision even it helps you even make a better pricing decision so thank you for listening to us remember to go pick up the questionnaire template down in the description below make sure that you ask the questions all the questions that you need to ask why because you do not want to be in a place where you can you have under delivered because you did not have information that the client would have freely given to you so thank you for listening to us uh, we hope that this series is giving you a lot of insight on mistakes you should really avoid there are things that i have passed through personally and 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 they will help you not repeat the same mistakes and even be a better creative faster than i did it will take you two three years three years took me more than five but it has it can take you less if you follow this counsel so thank you for listening to us make sure that you subscribe if you're watching this on our youtube channel go and subscribe to our youtube channel if you're listening this in our podcast make sure you subscribe to our podcast share it with your friends and your colleagues any other creative you would want uh, him to or her to get this information share it with them and remember that it's time to learn practice and create in our next episode we're talking about taking care of your team because your team makes you your team is who you are your team builds you if your team is not well taken care of then your team will make your business fall so take care of your team and until next time always remember learn practice and create